Louder! everyone and welcome to lord scuba cabras somewhat supernatural and today we have a very very special episode first and foremost i want to say happy friday the 13th to all of you who are like me in love with this day now is it because of the superstition or is it because of the movie who knows it's for me it's for the movie because <laughs> who doesn't love a good friday the 13th flick what up ricardo in the chat already what's going on brother we got uh my lovely uh partner right here, Ben DeLeon. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. I am just enjoying the Friday. Just got out of work and I'm chilling and I'm digging it. Fuck yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. So we haven't done somewhat supernatural in a while. I know we were supposed to do it last week and we had a whole different topic last week. Um, I don't even remember what the hell I was we were oh, we were gonna talk about Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, but we went ahead and scrapped that episode and decided, hey, why not wait? Next week is Friday the 13th. And so here we are on Friday the 13th. What's up, Smiley Octopus on Twitch? What's going on, love? How's it going? And from what I understand, this is going to be the only Friday the 13th this year. Yes. Which isn't as rare as you would think. Um, it happens from time to time. I know a few years back, there was only one Friday the 13th. But there's usually, you know, at least two. Yeah, I remember there there's being like one year, like it just seemed like every other month was like Friday the 13th. I fucking wish. I wish. Smiling Octopus said she missed us, guys. Aw. Did you listen to last week's episode of, or this week's episode of the Recycling Corn Podcast? Re Recycled Corn Podcast. It's, uh, it's out already, right? Yes, yes, it's already out. That was a fun one. We had uh, Pedro Suarez on it again. And, yeah, go uh, check out his YouTube channel. Yeah, check out his YouTube. But also check out Ben's podcast, man. If you're not listening to the Recycled Corn podcast, what are you doing with your life? That's where I'm, we talk about. <laughs> that's that's where we uh, talk about real life situations. Oh, shit. Shout out to Anthony Rivas, the owner of Wild Wolf Halloween Store here in Corpus Christi, Texas. The only Halloween store in Corpus Christi and the surrounding areas. You guys be sure to check them out. They have a awesome assortment of horror merch anything you can think of they have clothing they have purses they have wallets they have toys for your dogs they have leashes masks you name it wild wolf has it be sure to check it out also i was talking to anthony and uh, i told him i have this idea i have this idea for a commercial that i want to do for his uh for his <laughs> store right and i it's going to be strictly for you know this podcast uh, I want to do kind of like a Captain Spaulding esque type commercial for his store. So, be, you know, that would be freaking dope. <laughs> I'll dress up similar to Captain Spaulding and just do the whole spiel. I think we have our other guest coming in right now. Let me see if I can bring him on. Shout out to Bobby Amona before we bring on our other guest. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you my ghost hunting partner and brother, the one, the only, Joseph. 
Jeff's Roads. Closing them doors. What's going oh, on, Papa? Yeah, yeah Ask buddy. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> it's nice and small. Nice with them barn doors. <laughs> nice to have money. What's, What's going up? on, buddy? Chilling, man. Just man, I was supposed to have my microphone here. My son took it to his friend's house because they were rapping. Oh, so I'm without my mic right now. Well, you know what? Know it's how... fine, man. Can you we'll hear me pretty the... good, though? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you good, man. We'll All fix right. you in post. It's fine. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, we're nice. just here to shoot the shit and talk about Friday the 13th. And also, we're going to have a Q&A later on with, I mean, and technically Ben's part of our team. You know what I mean? He's he's uh, he's the backup to the backup of our team. He's a, <laughs> he's a junior Ghostbuster, or I'm sorry, junior Ghostbusters. So if you guys have any questions for us, drop them in the chat, and we're going to be answering your questions later on in the show. Uh, anything pertaining to ghost hunts and stuff like that. What's up, DJ Jake in the chat? What's going on, brother? How's it going, man? I will see you later on tonight at work. So before we jump into the store, you know, into what we're going to talk about today, um, just going to give a little, you know, little roundup of what, what I've been up to. So I have not been up to much. I did get a brand new vehicle. Uh, what else is going on in life? Uh, it's almost the end of the year, so I'm almost out for summer vacation, which I cannot wait. Just a couple more weeks and I will be off of work for six whole weeks and I'm going to eat it up. I'm going to stream so on my lucky. Twitch. We're going to do some more podcasts and hell, I may stream every week that or every week that whole six uh, weeks that I'm off doing some episodes of somewhat supernatural just to catch up. So last season I did 13 episodes for the first season and we are on, Oh, I think Joe disconnected himself. Um, we are on episode 12 right now. I, I thought, I thought, in my heart of hearts that this was episode 13 it would have been great it would have been great to have this as episode 13 being that it's friday 13th but i didn't do that um so i fucked up but ben what have you been up to brother well you know we've been doing the podcast and it's actually gotten um a fair amount of success which i'm pleasantly um surprised about um not that i don't think that we're good enough to have that success it's just that you know stuff doesn't usually work in my favor so this is awesome, and I'm really enjoying having you on, um, especially having Pedro on. The th I think the three-man crew is the way to go. Yeah. So I want to see if we can make that a regular uh, regular thing. And Yeah, uh, man. And it works great, man. Like, you know, it, it's it's different doing a podcast in person than it is doing it over, you know, over live like this, which, I mean, this works great. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own little setup and everything. But I think being in person you actually get like a just more chilled vibe. You know, we're, we right. sit there, we have our food, we we drink and it, it, we don't have to be serious about anything, you know? And that's what I love about your podcast is that we can just shoot the shit and just talk as, you know, two guys or three guys. We need our own radio show is what we need. We need definitely. You know? And that's what I, that's what I like about this podcast. And I think the more people that listen in, the more that they're going to, you know, enjoy it. Um, I got 5% of my listenership in Germany right now awesome. which which you know i don't understand but i mean i know there's a military base over there so hopefully we hey, got maybe soldiers listening to us but oh uh, yeah um i'm excited like i said because things are starting to take off and i think it's just a, the the magical chemical combination of of me and you and and, and pedro sometimes and you know it's, it's just uh, uh one of those perfect situations you know that it just ends in a thing of beauty you know yeah so. Yeah, I enjoy it. Well, well, man, I enjoyed it as well, man. And like I said, 
as long as you want to keep having me on, I'm down to be on. I know I was your first guest ever, and I'm glad now that I'm a semi co-host of the show, man. And I promote <laughs> the hell out of it. You know, just as much as I promote the hell out of my own show, I'm promoting the hell out of the Recycled Corn podcast because, man, like I said, it's just something great to just sit down and just be able to talk, you know. And yeah, and, and, and and you know, I always, I always rep you guys too. You know, always, you know, uh, speaking highly dark side and and of your podcast and everything and and whenever anybody you're like oh you're into that paranormal like what about this i'm like you know what go talk to the professionals those guys are the ones i'm just a junior member yeah, yeah. We're, we're professionals now yeah, yeah professional what yet to be seen yeah but professional what yet to be seen but you know so all right so joe what have you been up to because it's been a while since you've been on somewhat supernatural what's going on yeah. in the world in the roads world it's it's been a while um i gotta take this earpiece out and get an echo but uh yeah it's been a while uh we're ready this weekend for another investigation up in gainesville hill house manor uh not to be confused not to be confused with the haunted hill house in mineral wells yeah not to be confused with that at all uh but we we've heard some good things and you know some other things we've heard about it but we want to see for ourselves. Uh, just bought a new Honda Odyssey, our, yeah. our new Dark Side One. Yeah, buddy. So we'll be traveling with some comfort and plenty of space for our for Activities. Our, uh, equipment. <laughs> yeah, our equipment. But, uh, and for oh, Scoop's time traveling. Is showing up. Oh, is it showing okay. up? All right. Let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and bring you off, and then once you get it set up, I will. Gotcha. All right. So while Joe gets that set up, you know we're gonna go ahead and we'll just talk about what we came to talk about now today is friday the 13th but why is friday the 13th considered so unlucky well there's a lot of superstition centered on friday the 13th people won't get married on that day apply for jobs won't fly on airplanes start new projects the list goes on and on and on and on in the u.s roughly eight percent of the population has a genuine fear of the date friday the 13th and that is called and i'm gonna butcher this fucking name <laughs> para <laughs> parascovidia triophobia that that's as close as we're gonna fucking get you want to hear you want to hear the real way to pronounce it fucking google it google it yeah <laughs> so try saying that shit five times fast because i couldn't even say it once uh which is Honestly, it's a, it's kind of like two phobias in one. So the first is the fear of the number 13, which is called triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidek, fuck, I don't know. Triskaidekaphobia. <laughs> Look, man, I, I'm not a professional word, worder, wordsmith. So, worder. <laughs> worder. I'm, not a, I'm not a professional worder. So, hey, you know. he, he is uh, uh, what we call uh, easy and word with friends. Yes. <laughs> and second is the fear of Fridays, which is called being stupid look look we're just kidding for legal reasons legal so both of the fear, both of these fears started with the christians because 13 was the amount of people present at the last supper you know the one where jesus broke bread and drank the wine and then one of his boys snitched on him yeah. and it's speculated that judas was the 13th member of the party to arrive so all right joseph you ready buddy nope <laughs> <laughs> all right so see you call it being fashionably late and i call it betraying the savior but whatever tomato potato you know it's all the same thing yeah it's all the same <laughs> so and all we know 
that the majority of Christians believe that Jesus was crucified on a Friday, hence the whole Good Friday thing. Some the theologians uh, also believe that Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden fruit on a Friday. So Friday, I mean, granted that it's not always been Friday until, you know, they decided to start naming shit and giving days. And I, I also heard that, you know, there's been months that they took out of the calendar that should be in this calendar that we know now, the 12 months. Some cultures have a 13-month ca uh, calendar. Yeah. So, I mean, um, what you were saying about, about eating the forbidden fruit, I mean, where we're all guilty of, of a little snack here and there, you know? I mean, yeah, you know. did you want to come home on a Friday and cook, or would you rather just pick up something? I mean, That's true. I, I just want to grab something to go. I mean, my feet are hurting. I've been working hard, making them dividends, you know. They're yeah, bring right. backs. Yeah. So. Get that cash. <laughs> shake that money. Make her girl. <laughs> What's going on, Joe? What happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to hear okay. that in HD. Yeah, we're going to hear that in fucking 4D. Which is my favorite type of D. <laughs> no, it's not. Stop lying. <laughs> so, but that with that... <laughs> Yeah, it's not that kind of check that out on the recycled corn podcast. Right. <laughs> but uh, you know, even Noah's flood was rumored to have begun on a Friday. Well, you gotta it give it a God. He always waits to the end of the week before he starts doing these things, you know. So at least you, you have know, the weekend. And think of, of <laughs> how how shitty that is to, you know, be ready to party. Be ready to party and then yeah, flood. You gotta go. Like, like no, that's just a light drizzle. Come on, come on. <laughs> it's cool. Little rain never hurt anybody. Right. <laughs> Next thing you know, 40 days later. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of ships, sailors would even refuse to set out on a Friday for fear that the voyage would be doomed from the start. There's oh. a nautical legend that says the British Navy commissioned a ship called the HMS Friday in order to quell this superstition. The Navy selected a crew on a Friday, launched the ship on a Friday. Hell, they even selected a captain named James Friday as the captain. But as you know, <laughs> this show is about Friday the 13th for a reason. So even with the Navy going through all this trouble to shoot down the validity of this seemingly insane superstition, the ship, HMS Friday, went and it don't disappeared. It's gone. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. So we don't know what happened to it. I don't know what happened to it. Do you know what happened to it? Um, I'm guessing it sank. At to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Joe, buddy, are you okay? He's Can still you hear me? Joseph, beautiful. Joe. Hello. It's Joe and Joe. Multiverse Joe. Oh, my God. It's the multiverse. <laughs> Of madness, I have my right VR goggles on right now. I see him in 3D. <laughs> Look at that, Doctor Strange still working here. <laughs> Multi All right, so my mic's not working. So, oh, oh man, damn. Ricardo said, "Damn it, Doctor Strange." So Anthony asked a question, but we're gonna save that. I'm gonna go ahead and star that for later on in the chat. Uh, that way, we can answer it later on. Uh, so Ben, you want to keep going? Sure. Um, 
Some historians will trace back Christian distrust of Friday to pagan religions because Friday, if you didn't know, is named after Frigg, the Norse goddess of love and sex. Which, Ooh. if you're not going to have Thor's powers, this doesn't seem to be a bad alternative. Yeah, fuck shout yeah. out to God of Wine and Orgies. So, yeah, shout out. <laughs> shout out Bacchus, shout out. But yeah, I mean, so as we know, like Thursday is Thor's Day. Thursday, right? You know, so Friday, named after Frigg, love and then sex. Wednesday, Morticia Adams' daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, so like, there's all this historical stuff going on with Friday and, you know, how Fridays developed and, you know, why people think it's such a bad number or well, 13 especially being a bad number so joe what what do you what do you think about that man can, you can't hear me he's out i think joe's out joe give me a thumbs up when you're ready to come back on technical difficulties it is a live show people it is a live show so things will well, happen things will happen so speaking of frig she was a strong female figure. She posed a threat to the male-dominated Christianity. So to fight her influence, the Christian church characterized her as a witch. And so, as you know, I mean, that's what, what they do. Yeah. That's what they do. So vilifying the day named after her. This may have also played a part in the feat of the number 13. And I'm yeah. not saying the or the fear, sorry, <laughs> the fear of the number 13 trick, trick, whatever the fuck it is. The Just trick kinda... of phobia yeah that shit so it was said that frig would join a coven of 12 witches bring the number to 13 and that number is unholy because it signifies the gathering of 12 witches and the devil hmm. dun, dun, dun. we got the thumbs up from joe i'm back <laughs> all right all so right. so before you jumped on we were talking about how a lot of people think that 13 is an unlucky number because it leads back to the Last Supper and Judas being the 13th apostle that arrived to the Supper. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm not sure. I've, I've never heard that analogy. Um, I know they don't have 13 floors in a hotel, like the number 13. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never really research the origin of that or anything like that so I'll, you know i couldn't speak on it really right. i mean i know it's your favorite number it is it's my lucky number i mean and speaking of friday the 13th i have one of your uh jason hats in the back of my car he left it on the last investigation oh sweet because i was looking for it the other day and i had i was pissed because i was like where the fuck is my hat <laughs> so he's marking his territory yeah, buddy. Instead of peeing over everything, I just leave my stuff there. It happens. <laughs> so back to Norse mythology. So Norse mythology says that Balder, who was beloved, was killed when Loki crashed a dinner party of 12 people, making the total people in the room 13. 13. Hmm. Hmm. That is why it's now said that you should never eat at a table where there are 13 seated. I don't even have 13 friends, so... Because the first to rise will be the first to die, which any Harry Potter. Any Harry. Shout out, 
that was a weird echo. That was another multiversal thing right there. <laughs> so that is a rough history, but what does this have to do with Friday the 13th? Good question. Well, on Friday the 13th in 1306, King Philip of France had the reverend, revered knights of the Templar arrested, tortured, and even burned at the stake, forever marking this day as a time of evil. So that's when we were talking beforehand, we were talking about the, the Knights Templar. And um, so that's where that comes from, because that's what I always heard that it had to do with like the Knights Templar. I never knew about the whole Last Supper thing, which I mean, it could make it, it does make sense. Yeah, uh, but I, I had always heard the Knights Templar thing. I mean, I heard about the Knights Templar. So like I said, when I was researching for this episode and I found out about the uh, um, the Last Supper thing, I was like, wow, I never thought of it but i guess it makes sense yeah you know, especially if judas was the last to arrive then yeah i can see why they would be like okay well the 13th person you know is the unlucky one so yeah yeah so there have been some things that happened on friday the 13th ben well on friday the 13th in october of 1972 a plane crashed in the andes killing 12 people and the survivors were forced to resort to cannibalism, which Yum. was um, that movie alive. That's yes. what that is based on. Yeah. So that, that was a cool little fun fact. I guess you could call it fun. I don't want to know how fun it was for those people involved, but yeah. Also that same day in Russia, 174 people were killed when a Russian airliner crashed near Moscow. Two plane okay, crashes, same day, Friday the 13th. That's weird. Like I said, this is another weird coincidence. This is probably my favorite one. So in August of 2010, a 13-year-old boy in Suffolk, England, was struck by lightning. Okay, now here's the weird part. The lightning reportedly hit at 1.13, or if you go by military time, 13.13. Ah. <laughs> you got a 13-year-old at 13.13 on Friday the 13th. So, I mean, that's a lot of 13s. Yeah, yeah. I can see why people would say it was it was a bad, you know, bad luck number. So. Did he die? No, he actually uh, survived. All he had was uh, a burn, um, like a little scar tissue where the, the lightning came out of him. So I actually posted the story uh, from the news on the Recycled Corn Podcast Facebook page. So if you want to read the story, head to my uh, Facebook page. Um, yeah, look at that cross promotion right there. Hell yeah. Woo! Shameless promotion. <laughs> so I wish Brody was here right now because Brody could comment on this. Um, well, I mean, granted, it was a long time ago, but it, it, I guess it's, you know, part of Australian history. So one particular disaster is remembered in Australia as Black Friday. Uh, over a dozen towns were destroyed and 71 people died from an uncontrollable bushfire in Victoria on Friday, January 13th, 1939. The day is mem uh, memorialized as Black Friday to honor those who died. It is considered the worst bushfire in Australia's history. Over 4 million acres of land in Victoria was burnt. Um, I don't know. I don't know if where Brody's, you know, where exactly where Brody lives in, in Australia, but that would have been a cool if he was in the chat to give us a little you know feedback on that because that would have been pretty yeah. dope yeah on black friday here we just go shopping yeah i was gonna say black friday here is completely different <laughs> thing you know hey and, and also fun fact january 13th was when my parents got married they got married on friday the 13th january oh 13th. 
So they went against that whole people don't get married on Friday the 13th. They, they did. They did. Nice. Fuckers all. So, you know. yeah. How long have they been married? Oh, my goodness. 45 years, something wow. like that. I'm not sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's incredible. Yeah, awesome. Tell them congratulations. <laughs> so the murder of Susan Kitty Genovers has gone down as one of the most shocking crimes in history, not only because it involved the rape and murder of a young girl, but because there were a lot of witnesses. The New York Times reported a total of 38. The crime occurred March 13th, 1964 in Kew Gardens, Brooklyn. Now, why does this sound familiar? Kew Gardens? No, no, no. Brooklyn Kitty. <laughs> that that's where that's where hip hop originated is in Brooklyn. So the priest at the beginning of um I got a notification right now that says are your notifications not working? But let me bring is up that my, Mel. That is Mel. Hi, Mel. Shout out to the smiling octopus on Twitch. If you guys want to check out <laughs> some uh good mental health stuff, she does uh, mental health Sundays on her on her Twitch page. I need to watch that because I need some help with my mental health. She does really good stuff, man. Every topic's different. Um, I know we got into the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing. Every topic's different. Uh, I know. So. What was that? I don't know. That was me talking. I turned my Twitch on. So just to see like what notifications I'm missing because she's been commenting and it is not popping up so i don't know so uh but like i was saying um kitty that that whole story where people watched and watched her get murdered and raped and nobody did anything that is actually the priest's sermon at the beginning of boondock saints oh really? uh, okay yeah. i haven't yeah. seen that movie forever so yeah when um when uh he's he's talking about you know poor kitty just you know was there and nobody nobody helped her that's this is exactly what he was talking about uh at the beginning of the movie which is kind of cool cool little tidbit right there. i mean not cool what happened to her but Good. Uh, nice little tidbit of information yeah <laughs> ricardo friday the 13th is affecting all y'all don't you realize that yeah man yeah, Fuck we, yeah. yeah. It's happening. And isn't there that, that fucking like super eclipse or some shit happening this weekend also? Oh, that'd be oh, nice. I, I have I have not heard of it, but I don't hear <laughs> about a lot of stuff. So <laughs> Jar Seven said Ben put on one of the belts. He says, Tell tell Big Dog to put on one of the belts. <laughs> <laughs> which 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 no. one you want to see? <laughs> so like uh the one closest to you. The big gold? Oh, hold up one second. So yeah. Kitty Kitty was 28 and was attacked by Winston Mosley, 29, in the middle of the road and was surrounded by apartment buildings with windows over, overlooking the area. No one called the police or intervened. Uh, interviewed after the fact, the neighbors gave a myriad of excuses as to why they didn't call the police or try to stop the attacker. These included, I was tired, I didn't want to get involved, and we thought it was a lover's quarrel. The police said that based on the timeline of her attack, she escaped from him twice, but he returned to stab her twice. There was a chance for her to have been saved, but nobody nobody jumped in to help her. Um, Bastards. Yeah, so Mosley recently died in prison at the age of 81, creating a sort of closure to the case that would later become the center of many psychology classes regarding the perplexing idea of the bystander effect. Um, so, I mean, it's just... 
it's just weird, man. Like, I it's a long time to live in prison. Yeah, and and that's why I I I mean, fuck, man. You take a life. I believe eye for an eye. You know what I mean? Um, and I guess that's why I love the movie Boondock Saints so much is because I wish that's I mean that's how the world could be. You know, I it, not that I wish that's how the world could be, but I just feel like we'd be in a lot better place if you know it was there are some real I for not when it comes to like you know when it comes to like murderers and stuff you know if you're a murderer then there there's no reason oh, yeah. sitting in prison fucking eating up our tax money like and I, I i also highly believe that pedophiles should be castrated oh yeah well that's, that's, that's a whole other me. podcast you can join us on the recycle yeah. podcast and we'll talk about that all day every oh, day. yeah so also here's another one here's another one on September 7th, 1996, a white Cadillac pulled up alongside rapper Tupac Shakur's car and opened fire into it. He was shot four times and was immediately taken to the hospital where he quickly lost consciousness. He underwent a few surgeries and was placed in a medically induced coma. He died Friday, September 13th, 1996. Yeah, they even had, they had to remove one of his lungs to try to try to save him, but it didn't work either. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or if you're a conspiracy theorist, he's living somewhere on an island and still alive. Machiavelli. He's got dreadlocks. Machiavelli in this. So yeah, the last big conspiracy theory behind that one. Yeah. yeah. Check, check out the dude with dreadlocks. Oh, yeah. Teeth, yeah. I mean, we can talk about we can talk about conspiracy theories. <laughs> we can do a whole motherfucking episode on conspiracy dude. theories. I love I love conspiracy theories because it just makes you think, you know. Yeah, there's so uh, many fucking yeah. wild conspiracies out there, man. What's what's your favorite? Like off the top of your head. That we're living in a simulation. That would be awesome, actually. Like, yeah. like have you okay, I, I got a theory about that theory. Okay, have you ever had those moments where you think like, okay, I just did something really stupid and I should have died, but I didn't? Yeah. Oh, because there there was like a time where I jumped off like this really high rock into the water, but it was like a very short, narrow area that you could safely do it. And there was rocks on either side. Well, when I went to do basically a backflip, my foot slipped, but I I remember hitting the water and all of a sudden just like coming to and just like I was fine, you know, and, and, you know, life went on and all this stuff. And I I just remember thinking, like, I should have died. Like yeah. I shouldn't be alive right now. Like, like, so I'm thinking maybe that was like my Matrix moment, you know, like where the, I kind of woke up in a tub of goo, and they're like, "What just happened?" I was like, "I think my foot slipped." They're like, well, you know what? We're just gonna put it back. back <laughs> or, or maybe it's like Mario Brothers. You just used up one of your lives. Right. So shout out, mushrooms I ate. <laughs> shout out on, on Twitch to one of our first time chatters, Mario twenty one thirty three forty two. What's Mario. going on, Mario? Uh, speaking of Mario, there you go going on man thank you for joining the podcast right now um like i said we will have a q a later on with dark side paranormal which is we're missing one guy right now he uh, unfortunately couldn't yeah, make it our buddy Mike. He, uh, remember he said he had his yeah yeah he had his kids so he wasn't gonna be able to make oh, okay. it okay but back to the tupac thing so the last words he said according to the cops sitting next to him were fuck you so <laughs> i mean and there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation too i mean they never caught his murderer, so a lot of people think well, maybe the it, cops had it, something to do with it. His, his murderer is dead. If you ever watch uh, like Vlad TV or anything like that on YouTube, yeah, uh, 
the guy who killed him is actually I can't think of his name right now, but it was his nephew. Uh, I'll think of it later. But yeah, but that guy already he died like two two years after Tupac. Guys, guys, guys. Not only are we in this with Mario, we also have Luigi twenty six seventy seven. Oh, and there's oh. Brody. It's uh, it's it's uh, smiling octopus's kids. It's Ezra Naki. How's it going, fellas? Oh, <laughs> Brody Kane in the house. Okay, Brody. Since yeah. you're here, we're talking about Friday the Thirteenth and just some of the crazy shit that has happened on Friday the Thirteenth. Now, I know as we all do, and as we always say, you live in Australia, so we were talking about Black Friday in Australia that happened. In Australia on Friday the 13th in 1939, January 13th, 1939. So, oh, shit, Sonia's on here, too. Hey, Sonia, I hope you're doing well. She has the Rona right now. So, hope you're doing good, baby girl. If you need anything, let me know, and I that, got that's, you. That's Smiling Octopus's Sonia? Yes, that's Smiling Octopus's Sonia. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know you, Sonia, but we met briefly. I hope you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Brody, do you... Do, I mean, is that like still a thing? Like, is that um, something yeah. that is uh, in the collective not celebrated? But do they still? So it says uh, that there was a huge fire in Victoria. Um, it was a huge bushfire. It's considered to be the worst bushfire in Australia history. Over four million acres of land were was burnt. Seventy one people died. Um, and this was Friday, January 13th, 1939. I just didn't know if like, that is something that you got, like you guys over there, like remember still, you know, kind of like how we do like the whole nine 11 thing, not comparing the two at all, but just kind of remember the Alamo type thing that we have here in Texas. So another a weird question for Brody. Cause I think, I know this is just American thing, but do you guys have, a, a different Black Friday like we have, like after Thanksgiving, do you guys have like a a shopping day like for Christmas where everything's discounted? I know they call ours Black Friday, but so Brody says, "Oh yeah, that's where I'm from." Fuck, I'm dumb. Yeah, I've heard of it. Now that you mention it, you're not dumb. Can't expect somebody to know everything. But no, man, I just didn't know if that's like. Uh, Mel said your vape is too loud on your end, Joseph. So I, I, I will definitely mute my mic. Every <laughs> time I hear my vape. Here, hold on. <laughs> so, yeah, Brody, how, how Joe was saying, like, you know, after Thanksgiving, we have Black Friday where they have like all these deals and shit here in the States. Like, do y'all have something like that as well? Like in Australia? I, I don't know. Or it's just America, just that damn Sometimes I forget it's just America. It's like Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's not worldwide. It's just America. Well, one thing I've always wanted to do is get it in front of a group of, like, a huge group of Australians and just get on a mic and go, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Just hear them go, oi, 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 oi. So another freaky thing that happened uh, Friday in October on the 13th in 1989, Wall Street had a mini freakout following a mini crash referred to as, once again, Black Friday. The Dow they ever just want to keep calling everything fucking Black Friday. Uh, the Dow Jones market fell nearly 7% in one afternoon. This particular Black Friday crash is often seen as the start of the recession that occurred in the early 1990s. 
the market seems to have had an adverse to have had an adverse reaction to Friday the 13th for multiple years. However, yeah, CNBC reports that there have been five Friday the 13th in March and that they have been pretty negative for the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 index, according to Ken Show, a quantitative analyst tool used by hedge funds. I don't know what any of that shit means because <laughs> I don't know about any of that. So basically, don't trade stocks on Friday the 13th yeah. in March. <laughs> well, you've seen yeah. what's happening with crypto. Stop, the mean. stocks did good today, though. Well, yeah, I mean, my crypto, crypto was up a little bit. My Shiba was up. My Doge was up a little bit. I, I, you know, I'm doing cryptocurrency, and I invested in those two just because, you know, hey, whatever. They're, They're fucking cheap. meme coins <laughs> that were cheap, and and if if they ever happen to go up, you know, to blow up to at least a penny, or if Doge gets yeah, to a yeah. dollar, well, I'm gonna love it if Doge gets ever gets to a dollar. It was close. It was close, and I should have bought out, but I didn't. Um, so Brody says we have Boxing Day sales, and that's about it, really. Is that huh. where you put on boxing gloves and beat the shit out of everybody? Oh, that's yeah, you run to the fucking store and just have matches for, that's my TV. Nah, fuck you, that's my TV. <laughs> that old lady never saw what hit her. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just some of the reasons that people don't like Friday the 13th and some of the things that have happened on Friday the 13th um, that, that make it just this weird little thing that happens. But we can't finish off this list without mentioning the most popular reason that Friday the 13th is so fucking famous. Our manifested fear of Friday the 13th could easily be traced back to a movie of the same name, which was first released in 1980. Today, the film franchise has a near... There's no near cult. It is a cult following dedicated <laughs> to the murderous plot lines of the Voorhees family, mainly the king slasher himself, Jason Voorhees, which takes place over the course of 24 hours on a fictionalized Friday every single time. Well, it depends on how you look at the movies because some people say, oh, it happens like that same day. I, I want to say part three and part four are supposed to happen that same day. So it's still Friday the 13th. It's like Star Wars from a certain point of view. Yes, Sean Cunningham, Brody, <laughs> Sean Cunningham. So Brody says, hold on, before, Brody says, I don't mean to keep bringing this up, but it looks like we're about to see a live performance from Aaron Lewis. I'm on the outside. No, you still look like, you look like a whiter Canelo, Joe. You do look, you resemble Canelo. Whiter. Whiter Canelo. Whiter. Yeah, whiter, a little bit whiter. Now you look like more more like Bono right now with those glasses. On. Oh, I do. Yeah, buddy, I'm yeah. okay with that. So a dozen film later's one of which even goes into space, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst one, but it was still I, good. <laughs> another where he fights Freddy Krueger, the main antagonist of Nightmare on Elm Street. If you didn't know that, the series is worth 465 million, which can also be converted to an infinite amount of screams, gasps from horror enthusiasts like ourselves all over the world. And if you don't like Friday the 13th, can you really call yourself a horror fan? Of course you can, because I'm not a gatekeeper and you like what you like. And I like what I like. And I will always say Friday the 13th to me, it's what pulled me into the horror genre. Friday the 13th is what made my love for cosplay. Um, I remember the first, the very first Friday the 13th I ever saw was Friday the 13th part six. And that was the first time that we had an undead Jason. It's the first time Jason came back, you know, 
as this undead killing machine. Was, was it's not the first one I saw. It's not the first one I saw. It's the first one I saw in theaters with my dad. Uh, yeah. So going to the theater and watching this with my dad, it was just so awesome because my mom was so against us watching horror movies. She was just like <laughs> not having it. But my dad was, you know, my dad was that cool dad. My dad was that dad that was like, don't tell your mom. And we'd go to the movies and we'd fucking just have a blast and watch these horror movies that gave me nightmares. And I had to explain to my mom why I was having nightmares. And, you know, oh, it didn't have nothing to do with uh, the movie I saw. I'm just having freaky nightmares. Right. So Brody says, as much as he's a lover of the franchise, he's never seen the first film, only the Jason films. That's fair, Brody, because I, I want to say the original was the one that took me the longest to actually appreciate because mm. watching them as a kid, I always saw the ones with Jason. And so um, it took me a while to actually appreciate the first film for, you know, the 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 great horror classic that it is. Um, and I know, Joe, you asked what my favorite Friday the 13th movie is. Yes. I'm I'm going to have to go with part four. Part four is probably my favorite. Um, we we just see this monstrous Jason that just doesn't give a fuck, man. And, and Corey Feldman gives such a great performance at such a young age as, as Tommy Jarvis. And I don't know, man, that, that movie was just well written, well shot. The the the. Uh, effects in it were all practical effects and they were done just like you can't was, you, was part four when one part there in the cemetery and he picks up that that spike and throws it at the dude and spears him in the chest or which one was that that is part six that's when he okay, comes well back that, from the dead yeah. that's yeah. the first one i ever saw because my parents wouldn't let me watch that as a kid either yeah i saw that one and then i saw the rest of them the one where Jason went in space, I turned off. But you know, I I like that one only because I mean, what other logical place can you send this monstrous thing but into space? You know, yeah. and what what I appreciate it, what I appreciate about that one even more is the comic books that followed after the movie. So there's comic books that if you haven't read them, it continues the story of Jason after he lands on this new Earth. Well, what happens is. He gets remember when he gets blown up and the nanobots yeah. rebuild him. Okay, well there was still a whole bunch of pieces of him that were more meaty. So the nanobots rebuilt that Jason as well back into the way Jason should look. So we had two Jasons on this one Earth, and it was essentially Jason versus fucking Jason, Ooh, and yeah. it was a fucking brutal showdown. Uber Jason ends up winning, of course, and. uh it's Facebook user. I don't know who that is, but Facebook user said, Zuckerberg. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it's become so popular that Jason Voorhees has become part of the zeitgeist. People know the iconic hockey mask and they love to be scared by it. We've seen Friday the 13th movies, comics, cartoons, specials, and plays, remake after remake fan film after fan film and it's really incredible how far jason's machete actually reaches into pop culture i mean we're talking about it on this podcast aren't we and as we know i love i love friday the 13th movies i love dressing up in my jason cosplays i just i don't know man there's just something about jason i prefer i prefer him over the other slashers i know there's people that you know love michael myers and 
I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Um, Mike oh, it's you, Ricardo? Mike, Mike is Facebook Oh, it's Mike. User. How the hell is he Facebook user? What's going on? That's weird. He said he just gave me up. I guess he's banned again. Are you banned again? Are you banned again, Mike? <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's... um. It's just awesome how like I mean, and when you think Friday the 13th, I go straight straight to the movies. I don't go to, you know, any superstition. I don't I don't believe that Friday the 13th right. is a bad day. Well, you know, bad things happen every day. You know, oh, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, September 23rd has as many bad things that have happened as Friday the 13th. You just got to look them up. Nah, 23rd, 23 is Michael Jordan's number. Nothing ever bad happens with that. Bro, my brother was born on. September 23rd, the worst day of my life. I became a sibling instead of an only child. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Here I, I was I, thinking I, you were going something like, oh, he's finally revealing his vulnerable side. Like, no, no, I wish I was an only child. Right? <laughs> no, Things would be I, I so my, my, I think my favorite one, I, I love Freddy versus Jason. To yes. me, I love how they incorporated it. And yeah, I know you're going to have an aneurysm right now. But I, I love the dude. It was it's such a fun Kelly movie, Bowen. though. I mean, it just... no, it is. It's a fun movie. I just wish it would have taken a more serious approach to it. Yeah, I... yeah. The, the the more Freddy went on with the franchise, it, it got more like, humorous. He took on more of a, I don't want to say satire, but he had more humor in it than really just a, you know, this killer. Which like, I mean, uh, he he got kind of goofy no there in the in the later oh, yeah. films. You know, I want to say the first maybe two films uh, of Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy was you know this just horrifying yeah, fucking thing. But then once you get into part three and onward, you know that's when he starts cracking jokes. Oh, God, I love though, mm -hmm. I fucking yeah, love I that. I just feel like they went over the top with it in Freddy vs. Yeah, Jason. Like all that, yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Fucking Freddy knows Kung Fu and he's fucking yeah. beating the fuck out of Jake. Get the it's no. a dream. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely and when, not. He, when he was doing those little uh, cylinders, he's yeah. the tops off of there shooting yeah. rockets. But, so, but I, so, I'll tell you what, though. Um, the One of the most underrated of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies was Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh, I love and that fucking movie. That storyline you know, if you really pay attention to it, was really ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. if they made that movie now, like, you'd be getting, like, rave reviews. Um, yeah. But people just didn't appreciate it back then because it was just too new, I think. And, yeah. And, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a whole other podcast. We'll get into that later. <laughs> so, Smiley Octopus has this, she always, she won't watch Nightmare on Elm Street because Freddy's a pedo. And I'm like, bro, that was only, like, thrown in there in the remake where they made yeah. it, like, in your face, he's a pedo. It was just kind of like maybe he was in the originals. You don't really know. Like maybe they, they, asked Robert, they asked Robert England about that, and he goes, "No, he goes, he was never attracted to kids. He was just attracted to killing, them. killing them." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all and that's what I, I try to explain that to her, but she's only seen the remake, so that's why she's like, "Oh, Freddie's a pedo." No, absolutely not. <laughs> so yeah, Mike I says, I "Stand on that." Mike says, Freddy versus Jason. Anyone remember when Freddy was racist? Okay, so I just <laughs> talked about this recently as well. He was not racist in there. He was excited that he, you know, I mean, how sweet, dark meat. Like, come on, that's not, that's not. My boy, that's my boy, Freddy is not racist. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'll kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
I could just imagine him working at a at a restaurant. And like, Welcome to Chili's, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mike says that's what a racist would say. Shut up. <laughs> so we're gonna answer. I mean, I guess I mean because we pretty much touched on the Friday the Thirteenth thing. Unless you guys have anything that you've ever experienced on a Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, but but before we do change, let me ask you: Are you superstitious about Friday the Thirteenth at all, Joe? No, not at all. I mean. It's a cool day. I, I like the, you know, the aura around that day. No, but no. I mean, I've I've never had anything bad happen on a Friday the thirteenth or anything, even with the number thirteen. I've never had bad luck with or anything. So, not superstition on that note. Awesome. What about you, Ben? Um, not really superstitious. I mean, I did have something bad happen to me on a Friday the thirteenth, but. It was, it was, you know, when I was like in middle school, I actually like had the courage to go up and talk to a girl and she was just like, you know, I, I asked her for her number and she just kind of like put her hand on my cheek and she was like, boy, you're not even old enough to shave yet. No. And I was like, we're the same age. Like, <laughs> you know, she's into older guys at the time, you know, so. Yeah, that was like the only. It was just embarrassing. That's all it was. So, so I, Mike I says. Mike says he hates Friday the Thirteenth because Friday the Thirteenth killed his mother and raped his father. <laughs> Damn. Jesus Christ! But what did it do to you? <laughs> he got to watch. <laughs> right. He got to watch the ladder happen. <laughs> he was the one doing it. He was Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> So Brody says he had something bad happen to him. Uh, he spewed his KFC up in on in Friday the Thirteenth last night and lost fifteen dollars. <laughs> you spent fifteen dollars at KFC. Damn! Damn. Well, have you seen how much it costs? Yeah, a dozen wings at Wingstop. Yeah, it's almost thirty bucks, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Dude, okay. Side note: We're talking about chicken. Okay, remember Aaliyah's birthday? We got back. We we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah. We walked in there. They're like, just to let you know, we don't have cheese curds. We don't have onion rings. We don't have French fries. And we don't have chicken. At Buffalo what? Wild Wings, no so chicken. So what the fuck all. were they serving? They said they had burgers. <laughs> uh, I was like, man. That's why I just on. turned my happy ass around and walked right out. Oh, we did. We went to Wings and More. Well, it was like when I went to fucking KFC the other day. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get some fucking chicken. And I'm not one to eat KFC all the time. You know, it's not my favorite chicken place, but I was craving it. I was like, ooh, I want those olive and herbs and spices. Give it to me, baby. So I went to the one in Annabelle. They had absolutely no chicken. I pulled up and they're like, oh, what can I get you? And I was like, oh, let me get a, a 20 piece, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay. And she comes back on. Uh, actually, we don't have any chicken. And I'm like, like no chicken like, at all. Like, what the fuck? Know this? <laughs> Thanks, Biden. So I drove away, got the kids' pizza, and then I drove back because it's also Long John Silver's. So I was like, hey, uh, by chance, I know y'all don't have any KFC chicken, but do you have Long John's chicken? And they did, and I ate it, and it was good. And then I got sick the next day, so maybe it was the chicken that fucked me up. And we had Captain <laughs> D's in our last trip too. Damn right we did. You remember Captain D's, Ben? Yes. Man, it was not as good as I remember. Yeah, I was, I was, like, it never is. like we went to uh, uh, Houston one time to go eat at um, what was a Black Eyed Pea. Yeah, I, I wanted the cornbread. Remember how good that cornbread was? Yeah, it was good. Man. And it, it just wasn't the same. I don't know if they changed the recipe or people were just incompetent or whatever, but it just was not the same. And I can't yeah. find anybody here in town that makes the same cornbread as good as Black Eyed Pea back in the day. Damn. Yeah. 
So Smiling Octopus, I guess she's talking to me. I mean, I hope she's talking to me. She said, babe, let's get a tattoo. A Friday 13th tattoo. I've never, never gotten a Friday 13th tattoo. With all the tattoos that really? I have, I've never been one to go get a Friday 13th tattoo. Just get a big 13th on the back of your calf or something. Nah, hell no. Nah. That's gang stuff, ain't it? Yeah, you're right. MS-13. Yeah. You know, if I didn't have to work tonight, I would totally go and get a tattoo. But since I'm already taking tomorrow night off, I can't really go take the night nice, off again. So nice way to yeah, you should get totally like a Jason mask or something <laughs> tattooed somewhere. Well, I have one. I have one Jason mask right there. You can't really see it. It's right there. So that's kind of that's a Friday the thirteenth tattoo. Well, no, I know, but on the day, like you know how tattoo shops oh, do their Friday the thirteenth okay. specials. I've never I've never gone. But so we are on to the part where I wanted to just basically talk to you guys and have the chat ask us questions about, you know, why we do what we do. So Anthony said, uh, what got us into parent being a paranormal investigator? Joe, start off. Hmm. I guess it's just my experiences growing up. Uh, you know, I've seen and heard a lot of stuff that I've never been able to explain. Uh, I saw my grandpa one time, probably, a year and a half after he died mm -hmm. um, and it, i've just always been you know, I, i'm a christian i'm think i'm the only christian in the group unless scuba has been saved since i last talked to him look man but, i uh, believe in god i believe in god i just don't mm -hmm. believe in religion so whatever that is if that if that makes me a heretic i mean no no i, I trust i'm the same way because religion says do like you got to do a bunch of stuff Jesus said it's done. It is finished. Yeah. So to me, religion, I'm not with it. I gotta I have a uh you know a good relationship with Christ. So but and when I first started with, you know, I've been a Christian since 2010. Yeah, 2010. And when I first started actually paranormal investigating with you guys, uh when we got our group together, now I was conflicted. I was like, is this a conflict of interest? You know, I'm going out hunting ghosts and I'm a Christian, but you know, I, I separate the two uh, and I know my, I know my place. I don't, and I don't cross a certain line. Like you'll never see me with a Ouija board. You'll never see me, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You. But, uh, but no, I mean, it was just always, I got into it because of the unknown. You know, there yeah. has, there, there's something after death as a Christian, I believe, you know, heaven, hell, but there's a lot of stuff that I've seen and heard that I cannot explain and there and energy is indestructible. So once your body dies, your soul goes away, where, where does all that energy go from your body? I mean, there's, there's gotta be residual residual stuff that sticks around. Yeah. And so that, yeah, it just got me, you know, started watching all the shows and yeah, I just started doing it, man. It, it's fun. It gets me out of the house. And it gets me, it's, it's like a little mini vacation. Yeah. It's bro time to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love everybody needs that. Yeah, I love I love that we actually get to go and then just hang out. And, you know, I feel like our dynamic is so great. Like the three of us, oh, yeah. when, when you, Mike and I are together, like we just feed off of each other and we can sit there and joke and talk <laughs> shit to each other. And nobody gets fucking butt hurt and, and nobody, yeah. you know, takes the other too serious. Like we just all we go, we have fun, we do what we do. And, you know, we try to find evidence as best as we can to try to present this stuff. You know, whether it's little clips of, you know, something that we caught so fast or something that occurred for a long period of time, you know, um, 
Ben, what I, I know you've only been on a couple of investigations with us, but like I said, I do consider you, you know, like part of the team. What was your main drive to want to even come with us on one of these investigations? Well, I mean, first off, you all you you all are, are, are heroes to me. I look up to you not only as paranormal investigators, but as men. Um, your moral compass is beyond reproach. And I just want to be like you in so many different ways. I, I, I just can't grow the sex extra six inches. <laughs> hey, I'm there with you. I'm there with and, you. And Joe's got that sick ass hair, you know, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but for real, I mean, um, I like, I li- like Joe said, the, the unknown part of it. Um, I'm, I'm also, I mean, I would say I am a believer in something. I, I, you know, to reiterate what, what Scuba says, I just don't know if, you know, if, and I and I hate to say it because I don't know another name for it, but I just don't know if, if Jesus is the only way to get to that salvation, because even in the Bible, they talk about other gods. And, you know, in, in the, and the Christians say there is no other God. I'm like, but it says about other gods in the Bible. Like, so... You know, it just says that the God is is jealous and all this. It's like, okay, there's a lot of weird stuff. So you know what? I'm just going to simplify it. And if I'm going to pray to anybody, it's going to be to the main guy. And I don't think I need intermediaries to talk to the main guy. So I'm just going to go and live the best life that I can. Try not to do any harm to anybody. To repent of the things that I've done. And, you know, beg for forgiveness for that. And I know that... Uh, that's something that I'm, I feel that I constantly, like, if I have a bad thought there, there are a lot of times where I'm like, man, I shouldn't be thinking like that. You know what? Sorry, God, you know, and, and, but I do want to know, I mean, because the Bible does also talk about ghosts. So, okay. If, if, if the Bible is real and is, is the word of God and the Bible talks about ghosts, then why, why, would there not actually be ghosts? You know, there's demons and people believe in demons. Well, if there's demons and there's a devil and if there's devil, then there's God. So it's just, you know, a lion, like follow the logic. There has to be something out there. Yeah. The, 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 the rules, the laws of thermodynamics, like Joe said, energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be converted. So we are energy. That's what our souls are. Um, or, you know, if you look at it just from a purely scientific standpoint, we are bursts of electricity. You know, and, and that's what what runs this bioelectric machine. You know, that's the whole basis for the Matrix <laughs> is we're batteries. You know, so again, you know, once we die, where does the energy go? And you know, some like Joe said, some of it has to stick around. And I want to be able to say that I was part of the the small chance that we got definitive proof on camera, something that cannot be disputed something that you know there's okay well you know what i can't deny this so yes there here it is mark it on this day that Mm -hmm. you know we verified scientifically proof that that there is something beyond you know the the physical death and they'll they'll still be doubters there definitely will i mean look at the yeah there's doubters in everything though there's (laughs) i mean even even in the bible after yeah. Jesus came back to life and was standing in front of Thomas, he said, it can't be you. Right. So, I yeah. mean, when you got somebody standing right in front of you, no, nah, it's not you. 
there's going to be doubt. Right. And then he holds up his hand and there's like, there's holes yeah. in my hand. <laughs> God damn it. That, what I'm more sorry. do you need? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, We're so, getting all worked up. You know what we bro- need? We need some Devil's River. Oh, Devil's River. <laughs> I got generic Coke Zero. Hey, you know what? It works. Yeah. Stay. I have a. So, uh, I have a shock energy salute. drink. Salute. <laughs> Cheers. So, Brody says he wants to come on a ghost hunt, and I am so down to have you fucking I'm come on. on a ghost hunt with us, Brody. If you, I keep telling you, man, you get your ass to the States, you are part of Dark Side Paranormal. Yeah. Like, and I already told Scuba, I was like, if Brody comes here, he's automatically my best friend. Automatically. <laughs> he did the say accent, that. His movie reviews, best friends forever. Ricardo, I keep telling you too, man, if you want to go, you need to let me know. I mean, we have the Ghost Bottle one now, and it's, it's, uh, we're, I mean, we're down. We're, you know, we're, we always, there's some investigations where we just want to go as a team, you know, just so that we can check it out first. And then, you know, once we've been there, if we go back, then, you know, we'll, we'll take other people with us. But, you know, I'm always down to let people come, you know, and I'm always one for, hey, the more the merrier, you know, Joe was one of those people that wanted to come. He, you know, he just, he just started off as, Hey, I I, I want to go on a ghost hunt with you guys. And we did the Lexington and I had to, I had to be like, Hey Mike, what do you think? What do you think of, of, you know, Joe for the team? And he was like, nah, nah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and it just, you know, I remember when Joe got his shirt, the like presentation and all that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but yeah brody you're more than welcome to come man and then uh you can be part of dark side international yeah buddy (laughs) right the the licensing fees alone the royalties from that man (laughs) the bragging rights so yeah and smiling octopus went on our last investigation with us and that was fucking interesting as hell like she had so much activity she just she just she took off off. she made man I was proud. You look like a female, like I hate <laughs> yeah. like a female, but she's a female. She made, made me look, look like a like bitch. A little, well, she yeah. did through some stuff, man. And so. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. She is so scared playing these fucking horror video games and stuff. So I thought she was just going to be scared. Yeah. The whole, man, she just took to it like a fish to water. I was yeah. so fucking proud of her. Um, <laughs> so I guess for me, what what got me into ghost hunting? Um, I mean, I saw a lot of stuff growing up, man. I, I saw a lot of, of crazy things. Oh, is that the wifey sauce? Hi. Yeah. I know. Where's my plate? Where's my plate? Damn. <laughs> so, you know, with me, it, I just, I saw a lot of crazy shit growing up, man. And so I've always felt that there's something out there. There is something out there that that I can't explain. And there's something that just drove me to want to keep searching for this. And while I was in a couple of other groups here and there, they weren't really like groups that that were, you know, very well organized or anything. You know, it was mostly friends just going ghost hunting. Like but it, it it was just something that pushed me and pushed me. And I, I want to say what the I what the last straw for me was was when my dad passed away, because we would always have these conversations about how he would let me know that there's something on the other side. And if I get a little choked up, I'm sorry. I miss my dad dearly. His his anniversary is coming up in a month, in a we month from it. today. We get it. Um, 
So we would sit there and we would always talk about, you know, because he was sick for a long time. And we would always talk about, you know, when he passed and he's like, oh, well, I'll let you know that there's something here. I'm like, oh, fuck no. When you're gone, you fucking go. Like, I'll call the Ghostbusters on your ass. Like, no, fuck that. <laughs> and um, I remember when he passed, I laughed when he passed because he would also, he always said that he would never let me see him go. And I was like, well, if you're in the hospital or something, like, you're not going to have a choice. Like, I'm going to be there with you till you take your last breath. And he's like, no, absolutely not. You won't. It's not going to happen. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they took him off life support and I had been up for almost 48 hours straight. They told us that as soon as we took him off of life support, he'd be gone. He lasted two days. So on June 13th at 3 a.m., actually it was about 2, it was almost, it was like 2.58, 2.59 ish. My grandma woke up. She was like, you need to get a, some rest. I'm like, no, I'm not going to get any rest. And we're there in the room with him. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a power nap. Just let me sleep for 10 minutes and then wake me up put my head down mind you it was 258 259 put my head down close my eyes i doze off and my grandma wakes me up immediately she's like mijo he's gone i sit up i look at the clock and it's three o'clock and i just start laughing i'm laughing and she's like what the hell's wrong with you why are you laughing i'm like because he always told me he would not let me see him go and he waited until you're asleep i went to sleep to leave that right there leads me to believe that he was there still mm -hmm. okay. while his body wasn't working. He knew it was his time to go. He knew he had to go. And as soon as he knew that I was knocked out, gone. And so I was just like, all right, motherfucker, you got the last laugh. You fucking <laughs> and uh, so then, you know, he like he like I said, he always told me that he would he would show me that there's something after. And months went by and my sister was like, oh, I see this like sparkly stuff out the corner of my eye and I can smell my dad's cologne and this and that. And I remember I was getting so pissed off because I was my dad's favorite. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm being cocky. No, I was my dad's favorite. Like, even though he was not my real dad, he never treated me any different. I'm a Vasquez because of him. I was his son. I was his firstborn son. He didn't give a shit that I was not his blood. I was his son. And I was the one that was always there for him when he got sick. I'm the one that stayed behind. I didn't go with my mom. I stayed with him and took care of him. And so while she's saying, Oh, I see this, I see this, I feel this, I smell this. I'm like, well, what the fuck? What about me? Like, what the fuck? So one night I lay down, I roll over. And at the time is, you know, this is back when, when I was married um, she's laying down in bed and she's got one hand under her and the other hands at her side. And I roll over, I put my arm over her. And as soon as I put my arm over her, I feel a hand go into my hand like this. And it felt like it lasted longer than what it actually did. Cause it was a split second, but I felt roughness. I felt my dad's hands. Like I know what the hell my dad's hands feel like. And I fucking sat up and I looked over, hoping to see him there. There was nothing there. And so I look over at the ex and she still got one arm here and one arm at her side. And so like I pushed her and I'm like, hey, wake up. Dad was just here. And from that point on, that's what really made me want to do this was because I know there's something out there.
I know yeah. that that my dad held my hand that day. I I know I was not asleep. My I had just closed my eyes. I had not drifted off. Nothing. I literally rolled over, put my arm, felt the hand, jumped up. And so I know that there's something out there. I I've seen things growing up, even now, now that we go looking for it, we've seen things we can't explain. We've heard things we can't explain, you know, and and so it just drives me. Granted, you know, I get freaked out, whatever. I'm not I'm not one to go off into a fucking dark room by myself, whatever. That's fine. But I still go and I still investigate and I still love doing this shit. And I love doing it with my, you know, being able to investigate with my bros and we just go and we just do the damn thing every single time. And so for me, that's what got me into wanting to do this shit seriously. And I thought my grandma would be against it because my grandma's, you know, very against this kind of thing, but she knows why I do it. So she supports me. And that's the biggest thing for me. You know, as long as I have grandma support, fuck everything else. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, that's it for me, really. Um, I don't, I don't see any other questions regarding paranormal stuff, but if you guys have any questions for us, put them in the chat right now. We'll answer them for you as quickly as we can. Um, but I mean, I know I'm excited for this weekend's investigation. I did invite Ben to go. I assumed the answers are no. <laughs> we'll talk after this. Yeah, the answers are no. You bitch. We'll I talk told after you. This. I told you. <laughs> so Mike wants to know why is Joe so dreamy? Joe, would you like to take this one? It, I mean, you know, I wake up every morning. I piss excellence. Um, <laughs> it's just you know, it's, it's God given. I mean, no, no, I have I, energy I, drink I, up my fucking nose right now. <laughs> no, that's Joe's piss. <laughs> Brody, no, you did not. You did not tell me about your experience. But if you want, can are you available to jump in on the show right now? Do it. If you're available to jump in, I mean, you should have the link. If not, I'll send it to you. If you want to talk about you know, it, because I'd love to have you on. Real quick, um, when both my grandparents died, especially my grandma, I do remember them coming to me in dreams and saying bye. Oh, dude, my grandpa, my grandpa came to me in a dream. I mean, me and my grandpa were like this, the way I was with my dad. That's how close I was to my grandpa. My grandpa was my best friend until he passed away when I was 13. And he came to me in a dream. You know what I mean? And I I remember, and I haven't dreamt of my grandpa in a long time. Actually, since my dad passed away, I really haven't had any dreams about my grandpa. Um, Yeah, send me a video. I'll fucking play it, man. I'll play it right now. We still got some time to go. Um, But yeah, so like, I, I and I do remember like and a lot of the dreams were us just sitting there in the in my grandma's kitchen and us talking and talking about things that are occurring at this time. Now could it just be a dream or could it just, you know, yeah, p- probably more than likely, but I still feel like maybe he visited me in my dream. Oh, and Brody, if you're gonna send a video, let it let us hear your best American accent. Gotta hear it. I don't know. Oh, goddamn. God damn. So what has been, because uh, we don't really have any questions in the chat right now, but what has been the most, I don't want to say horrifying, but what what is to date being in Dark Side Paranormal, what is your biggest piece of evidence that you have that you cannot explain? Mm. 
piece of evidence on film or just personal experience why we've been investigating? Uh, well, let's let's do on film first, and then we'll talk about okay. on film. I think it was the first time that we were at Yorktown Memorial Hospital, and we were upstairs. And on film, right when the the ghost tube said "Lady of the Night," I had a small apparition light come out of the wall and just go right past me. It wasn't a bug. Like it literally manifested out of the wall. It was probably in retrospect about that big. And it came out of the wall and just went right past me. And I could not explain that. I mean, there's no electricity, no light up there. It was just a light. And my camera was steady and it just came out and went around like this. And I was like, what? And I didn't notice it at the time. It was when I was reviewing the footage. So you didn't feel nothing? no, but at, at the same time, we got a response on either the spirit box or ghost tube or something. And right as it said, Lady of the Night, that thing came out of the wall. Just, it, it was crazy. It was, it was nice. So Ricardo said, uh, Ricardo told me this one story where he and my cousin were driving home after a night of drinking at one of our bars. Or he wasn't drinking. I think my cousin was. And uh, he was driving and... Out the corner of his eye, or not even out the corner of his eye, he saw this baby, what he said was a baby, on the side of the street. And as they're driving past it, it turned into a fucking dog. And so he looks over at my cousin, and my cousin was like, yeah, I saw that. So they both saw this thing driving in Annaville. And, I mean, I, I, I you know, lived in the area, so I've never heard of anything like that. But, I mean, that like was an interesting walker. thing. Yeah. Um, can can I can I speak to something similar? About yeah, go that? for it. Okay, when I was in the army, I was stationed at Fort Hood. Right, Fort Hood is about a four and a half hour drive uh, to Corpus. Um, I was driving home one Friday. I was going to stay for the weekend, and it was really really foggy that day. Like as I'm I'm driving in, I, I left about four o'clock. So by the time I got home, it was like, you know, 10, 30, 11, depending on if I had to stop for gas or, or piss break or whatever. I just remember coming in. It was about 10, 10, 30. And the fog was so thick that I was driving like 55 miles an hour just, you know, just to play it safe. Well, all of a sudden, something on the side of my eye just, you know, moves and, and catches my attention. I look and there's a dog running alongside the car. But as I'm. I'm looking at it. This dog is going 55 miles an hour because that's what I had the cruise control set at. But then I look at the dog and I notice that I could see the dog's ribs. Like the skin was gone. Like I could see muscle and, and, and intestines and all this stuff, what the you know, hanging out of the dog and, you know, all this. And I'm just like, am I seeing a zombie dog right now running alongside this car? Like and Resident Evil? Yeah, and I'm just kind of looking, and I'm like, am I asleep right now? And I'm pinching myself on my legs to, to see if I'm asleep or not, and I'm fully awake. I feel everything. I was like, this cannot be freaking real. This is out by, um, you know where, when you're, when you're coming from San Antonio, right before you get to those rest stops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, oh, so it's yeah, like, yeah. it's maybe about 10 miles back, uh, you know, north. Mm-hmm. So it is around that area where there's a bunch of hills. Like I said, all the fog just kind of funnels into the little valleys that we have there. And I'm just looking and I see this bridge for the uh, overpass past me. And then, you know, got dark for a second. And then when I looked again, the dog was gone. 
But that was the freakiest freaking thing I ever saw, and I had no way to explain that. Tell them Large Marge yeah. sent you. <laughs> that's, no, that's so my grandma. Evil dogs. Yeah, fuck yeah. So my grandma. Okay, so and this is so cool. Like I said, I fucking love my grandma so much. And I love that she's so interested in all the shit that we do when we go on our ghost hunts. And, you know, she's never met you guys, but she knows you guys by name. And so she was when we went to Falfurius for Mother's Day. And uh, I took her to go visit her her mom's grave. My cousin did it the day before, took her, but I took her again on because I wanted to go see my dad. So I went to my dad's grave also. And she's telling me about some of the ghost stories and stuff from when she lived in Fal. And she was telling me that there was at the at the stop sign coming from Premont into Falfurius, um, that there is a woman who will jump in the back of your truck or the backseat of your car. And this is like a well-known legend in that area. Cause my buddy Fred's from there. And he told me about this also. I'm like, dude, I know about that. My grandma told me about that a long time ago, but she told me again this time. She's like, you guys should go check it out. See if you can get her to actually manifest and catch her on film of her jumping in the back. Um, she was saying that one of my cousins was, you know, or one of my older cousins, one of her cousins um, was drive. He was a truck driver and he was driving through there to get back home and he heard a noise and so he looked in the back and he saw a woman just sitting on sitting on the back of the car and so he starts freaking out and he's like trying to like shake her off and she's not moving like she's just she's going with the flow and so he pulled over and when he pulled over to turn around she was gone so then another time my dad was a swamper in in uh i don't remember the name of the company texas drilling or some shit like that or Padre Drilling was the company he worked for. And he and another guy were coming back from Falfurius and had to drive through that stretch of road. And he said they heard a noise and they turned the light on in the, in the back of the truck and they saw somebody sitting on the back of the trailer. And so the guy was going to pull over. And my dad was like, no, nope, no, nope, fuck it. Just go. He's like, she'll, <laughs> she'll disappear. Like, there's no need for you to stop. So, cause my dad, you know, of course knew that, that fucking, that legend, that tale. So, but there's a lot of crazy shit and foul that I would love to investigate. I just, I get nervous the closer that we would get to the border only because of, you know, crazy cartel. shit, cartel and shit like that. So yeah. it's just, you know, the farther north we go, the better for me. I just yeah, don't want right. us to get yeah, in a fucking situation. Listening, you know, much respect to the cartel. Yeah, much respect to you guys. You know. We don't want to get in the way is what it is. We don't want to get in the way. We just want to investigate yeah. our, our, our paranormal stuff. You guys are more than welcome to join us. We'll blur out your faces, you know. Ricardo said, let's do a Mexico investigation. Ricardo, Joe, I am down. What? what? Tell him. Tell him. Tell him what oh, I said. No, I am down. Scuba doesn't want to go to Mexico because everything in Mexico is real. Yep. And he, he refuses. He's scared. Maybe Mel could take your spot and we'll go to Mexico. <laughs> wow. She's scared. She wow. Scared. First of all, I never <laughs> said I was scared. I just said Mexico is legit territory when you go because majority of the things that you see on Mexican television is legit. Oh, I yeah. grew up watching the fucking Spanish channel and they show some of the scariest fucking shit that you've ever seen. And it's just so crazy. And like, well, I, I, dude, I would love to investigate the Island of the Dolls. Oh, like that is one place, bro. If we could ever go, I'm fucking down. Like I'm mm -hmm. down to go there. But like I said, one of my other fears is the cartel. 
the crazy yeah. shit. You really can't go tramping, you know, roaming around Mexico yeah, because it's not you safe. Don't know who owns what land and exactly what out there? Uh, well, while you all investigate that, I'll investigate the Mexican weather girl. Oh, that's a horror. <laughs> I think that that's is a two-man a... job. Oh, <laughs> damn. So Brody's sending me his video right now. So as soon as I have it downloaded, as soon as he sends it to me and I have it downloaded, I'll uh I'll play that video for nice. you guys. Oh, and Scoob, I Yo. don't know if you saw it in the chat uh a day or two ago about the uh income tax investigation I want to try to do. I did see that. So let the guys know. Now I there's no guarantee that next year I will get an income tax because I didn't get one this year, but I can save up and we can make it happen. Yeah, what I want to do uh, around income tax, because it's going to be a pretty penny, um, the Missouri State Prison or Missouri State Penitentiary. Fuck it's yeah. been abandoned since, I think, the 80s. Um, little backstory, my grandfather, he died before I was born, but he worked there as a prison guard. And uh, the, the, the nickname that they gave it, that penitentiary, was the bloodiest 47 acres in America. And it's just riddled with, I mean, it was on a travel channel the other day. Yeah. Uh, the TAPS crew investigated it recently and the activity there. And that's, that's one place my dad said he would actually love to go on with this. They live about 40, 40 minutes away from it. So, I mean, we got a place to stay. Uh, I mean, my dad wants us to investigate <laughs> his house too while we're there. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah man. For, and my suggestion is doing like a two night investigation. But yeah. it's gonna run us three grand. It's fifteen hundred a night. So that's so, what I was thinking. Income tax investigation. Well, it could be a great income tax investigation, or we can start a GoFundMe or do some kind of crowdfunding thing. And hey, we can team up with Recycle Corn Podcast and do some plates. Um, and we can do a live broadcast uh, while we're selling these plates and yeah, hell yeah, questions live. Nice. I mean, there's tons of things or. If somebody wants to sponsor us, we're always looking for sponsors for Dark Side Paranormal mm -hmm. and Somewhat Supernatural. Um, all, I know we did. We finally got a fucking sponsor, a, a private sponsor that's going to sponsor our return trip to, drumroll please. We are going back to Yorktown Memorial Hospital, and this time it's not yes. going to be cold and we're not going to freeze to death. Ooh, and I'm excited God. for that. So I we will be going back to Yorktown. Do we have any dates? I don't think we have a month? date for that one yet. Um, I think Danny and Mike were working that out. Um, yeah, that way, you know, because yeah. we we have to work around Mike's schedule. So whatever yeah. they work out. Yeah. Um, so my buddy Danny, he's gonna uh, sponsor this investigation, and his one stipulation was that he wants to go with us, which is fine. And that's the thing: if you guys want to sponsor an investigation, wherever it is, we'll take Just you with us. Just pay for it. We'll, we'll, I mean, hell, if we have to pitch in, we'll pitch in. That's fine. You pay the majority of it. You know, whatever. But <laughs> at least, yeah. And then you know, forty nine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then we'll split that forty nine three ways. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Forty. I'll pay the nine. Uh, what What was that other place <laughs> that you were talking to us about today in the chat, Joe? Oh, the Donna Donna Anna Courthouse and. Las Cruz, Mexico. Las Cruces, Las Cruces Mexico. New Mexico, baby. I spoke to the guy. He said they do. Uh, they normally don't have people stay the night, but they do offer, you know, extended hour packages for paranormal teams coming from out of town. 
uh, Ghost Adventures just went there. Um, and some uh, Paranormal Files, I think, did also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's three stories. It, it's a big place. I think that the second and third story, or maybe just the third story, was like the jail upstairs. So, I mean, they got shadow people there, known to scratch people, follow people home. You know, the good stuff that we like. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot yeah, of my I, back that I just can't reach. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, the, the guy seemed really cool. He And I told him, you know, we're out of South Texas. I even told him, you know, Dark Side Paranormal. He's like, man, that sounds so familiar. I think I've heard of you guys. And I was like, well, that's badass. That'd be but, fucking um, cool. Yeah, he said, just, you know, figure out what you guys want to do and when you guys want to come and, you know, give him, give him a call back and uh, see, see what we can get done. So, all like, right. So, as promised, ladies and gentlemen, Brody was going to tell us what happened to him on set, uh, something paranormal. So, let's check it out. Well, 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 howdy fucking duty there, gentlemen. It's good yeah. To see. It's good to hear from you. I hope you're keeping well. To quickly talk about my little paranormal experience on this TV series I was working on. So we had to shoot a few scenes in this old homestead out in the middle of the desert. Very beautiful old homestead, might I add. And um, it's been around since the 1800s. Anyway, uh, my job uh, was to help some of the crew as well this day, just to remove some of the antique equipment and furniture out because we're bringing in our own stuff. And... um, I got talking to the owner and I, I heard about all these rumors and I said to her, is it haunted? She said, yes, it is. My grandkids' toys will light up in the middle of the night. I'll hear a woman crying. Um, yeah, so it's basically haunted by uh, a woman that used to live there. And I said to her, um, is, it, is there like a particular spot where, um, you know, she's more so located? her husband's office because she's still waiting for her husband to come back from the war. Anyway, she's like, yeah, she's not really a big fan of like men and or, or something like that. Anyway, I was like, oh yeah, fucking whatever. So maybe and may of course had to cause a shit show and go down there and start taking <laughs> photos in the fucking office where she is. Anyway, that's all fine and fucking dandy. And anyway, the more I got talking to the lady about it and all that, next minute, I felt this fucking whack across my ear. I was like, holy fuck. I had to stop mid-conversation. It hurt like a son of a bitch. Anyway, she's like, you're right? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I can't fucking hear out of my ear. It felt like someone's just like either whacked me or just gone poke. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, that actually hurt. Anyway, she's like, did you just go down to that office before? And I'm like, yeah, I did actually. And she's like, what'd you do? And I said, took photo. And she's like, just shook her head at me. She knew <laughs> that it was the lady just going like, you fucking idiot. Like, just give me a backhander across the fucking ear. Ah, oh, live and learn, hey? But um, not only that, I was driving home and I was looking at my ear and it was red on top, but you could sort of see three lines went down the back oh for about, shit i don't know about that much so it sort of was like three fingers so it's like she's just going fucking bang yeah so i have not been back to that place but i would definitely go back just to cause another shit show um but that's just me <laughs> and i always learn the fucking hard way but anywho, that's like my little that. story for y'all and uh, enjoy- I hope you're enjoying your night or evening, wherever the fuck it is you're from. And I'll catch you <laughs> in the chat. 
Yeah, buddy. Love that him. was Brody Kane him. right there. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So I man, fuck, I would love to investigate somewhere in Australia. Yeah. Like I wish I had that freaking accent, man. That's just so cool. Yeah, he's fucking sexy. <laughs> oh, sexy ass. Right. You come you come down here to Texas, man, I tell you. You're gonna be getting pooed all sorts of places. <laughs> Brody's like, that's the worst accent I've ever heard. <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, that's that's fucking interesting as shit, you know. And I know I've been physically attacked. Uh, I know Mike's been physically attacked. Um I was emotionally attacked. You're yeah, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you haven't been physically attacked yet, Joe, have you? I, I've been touched on like the foot. I've been my butt's been grabbed or tapped, oh, but I've never been, I've never been uh, scratched. I've been affected, but not. Yeah, scratched. so you you got oppressed last time at the. Yeah, Yoda. he did get oppressed. Definitely got oppressed, yeah. and that right there too was one of the scariest things for me because like I've known Joe for fucking years. Years I've known Joe, and I've never, and I still stand by this to this day. I've never seen him react like that before. Yeah, and well, he was just—he like wasn't drained. antagonizing the spirits or anything, you know, that would cause such a no. thing to happen. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> me well, guys, eight-year-old boy. Oh yeah, like fucking poor little Jacob. Fucking mm -mm. sorry, Jacob. <laughs> Well, fellas, we are at the one hour 30 mark. So I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Joe, do you have anything you want to say before we hand it off to Ben? Ah, just looking forward to a good investigation. Uh, happy to show you guys the footage once we get it. God bless. Ben? Uh, well, um, of course, I'm just going to cross promote. So <laughs> go for it. I am at Ben DeLeon on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I am at, um, I am at I am Ben DeLeon three on TikTok. And uh, everybody who's already seen or heard my podcast, you know my spiel. I don't I don't I don't need to repeat myself, but you know what? I will just for this podcast. <laughs> it's like I don't need the pity follows. Just follow my my podcast page, <laughs> like and and subscribe and do all the things. Um, if you want, you can Google the Recycle Corn Podcast and look for the logo. It's a big corn with a microphone on the black background. It's really that easy to find me. And uh, uh, while you're there, um, drop drop me a message. Let me know what kind of content you'd like to hear from You know, uh, me and Scuba and, and sometimes Pedro. Um, what kind of stuff we're talking We're working on an episode of love, of relationship advice. It's but we're, we're, we're giving more. horrible relationship <laughs> advice. <laughs> so Joe, if you would like to learn something or if you would like to teach something, um maybe Joe could be our voice of reason. I oh. could be. I I could I could do that for you. Yeah, so we could probably we could probably do that. We could Yeah, so if you're down to join us this Wednesday at Ben's place for the Recycle Corn podcast, we'd love to have you. Give me the time and I'll be there. All yeah, right, buddy. Well, we'll we'll let you know. And um you know, you can find me on Spotify. If you want to listen to past episodes of the Recycle Corn Podcast, I appreciate you giving me the time and your platform to uh, shamelessly shamelessly self-promote. And, uh, you know, it, it's been fun. I learned a lot. I laughed a lot. I stared in Joe's good and gorgeous eyes a lot. So 
I mean, how could you not? <laughs> and sorry about the butt grabbing thing. <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that hand felt familiar. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, thanks. <laughs> All right. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the Duke of the dead, the ghost daddy, the cryptid keeper, and now the sinister minister, Lord Scubacabra saying, I will see you next time on the 13th episode of Somewhat Supernatural for season two. And till then, follow the page. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitch at Lord underscore Scubacabra. Uh, same thing for TikTok. You can find me on Facebook at Lord Steven Scuba Steve Vasquez. Uh, and on Instagram, I am at host with the ghosts. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Give me a listen on Spotify. Every single episode is up. You want to watch the live videos, you can watch them on YouTube, on the Project Ladder YouTube. Um, love you guys. I will see you guys later. And remember, cereal is just cold soup.